All right, guys, welcome back to Somewhere in Horror, a podcast dedicated to all stories within the horror genre. Uh, As always, I am your host, Justin, and today is a very uh, very special installment of a segment of the show that I'm going to be calling Twisted Tuesdays, and this is the very first episode. So... The whole premise of Twisted Tuesdays is that I'm going to be reviewing more of the extreme horror or even part of like the the splatterpunk category of horror, but it's going to be a minute before I get to splatterpunk Um, because as we all know, books are kind of expensive and... um, I'm still kind of doing this stuff for free because I love doing it. But it's going to be the first of my many reviews that should be coming up in this genre. And the book today that I chose to do and chose to review was The Embalmer by Rain Havoc. Now, this book has been getting a lot of attention in the Books of Horror, like, Facebook group. So I figured I might as well try it out, see what what I think about it. And luckily enough, I was part of the Books of Horror swap group, and we have a special day called Wicked Wishlists. And on these days, we gift each other from their our Amazon wishlists a random book and send it out. And you just post your Amazon wish list in response. So I put mine up, bought someone something, and I got this as a gift. And I'm very thankful for it because it's a very interesting read. I will say it's very out there from the get-go before even reviewing it. It's, it's one of those things you have to strap yourself in for because... Boy, did I underestimate the kind of stuff that was going to be in this. Um, without further ado, let me give you the synopsis of The Embalmer. Sadie is tempted by a body in the funeral home. She can't help herself. Her curiosity is too strong. The depraved and obscene thoughts will not disappear. And with nothing holding her back, she succumbs to her sick desires. This book came out March 26th of 2017. And it's holding at a pretty good, like, audience review score. About 3.9 stars. And I can see why. Um, because it, I can see... Some rev- I haven't read the reviews personally, but I can see why some people would review it a little lower than others. And yeah, it really it really is just that in the book. Um, it's very short. It was actually only like ninety five pages altogether, and if you condensed it and made the font smaller it would have probably been like maybe 30 40 pages altogether 
And yeah, it it's effective though. It's very effective. Um Sadie isn't a redeemable character. There's not really too much about her that you're even taught or you even learn. And it really is just a sick fucking person having these really sick desires and acting on them. Um, later on, I won't spoil it. I, I suppose I'll keep it kind of, I won't spoil it. Um, there's the funny thing is, let me, let me go back a little bit. The funny thing about this book is it starts with a warning and it means what it says. Um, rain havoc is very interesting. Um, I've not read any of her other stuff, but I can almost guarantee if I read anything else of hers, I'll be just as like uncomfortable. And I think that's a good thing when you're going for it in this genre. Um, but the warning reads it's reads as such warning. I'm told this book should have a warning because these things are always in my head and on my mind. I don't always consider them to be over the top. To some, it may be run-of-the-mill, and to others, it may be too much. If you feel like you may have issues reading extreme stories, please do not bother with this one. You may be offended. I do not condone any of this shit in real life. Please remember this is a work of fiction. And always, and as always, do not try this at home. I am not one to shy away from warnings. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sad or regretful that I didn't, um, listen to the warning. It's very interesting, very, very dark. And it's the first time, actually funny enough, this is also the first time I've ever read an erotic novel. Um, this really is an erotic novel mixed with just some sick fucking like details. Um, the, the way everything is written, it's not just an urge. It is almost like I've heard, I've heard some audiobooks of some bits and pieces of, uh, what 50 shades of gray was written as. And I'm not trying to say it's that, but it's the closest thing that I think you can get in, in extreme horror to Fifty Shades of Grey. While also getting some really, really depraved actions. And some really good use of uncomfortable language. It's not graphic until... Well, no, it's graphic. Never mind. Um, it's not extreme for me personally until like the last act and that really throws it beyond over the top for me. And it is brutal to hear what they do. Um, <laughs> I really, this is going to be a shorter episode cause I'm again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I feel like I don't know too much about Rain Havoc. I should do more research. 
but I feel like they know a little bit more about the uh, mortuary scene than they may, they may be leading on to, because there's a lot of detail in this, um, a lot more than I've ever encountered when reading books about mortuaries and reading anything to do with mortician work. Um, so I feel like she's, she really knows her, the subject and really these thoughts were intrusive, but obviously they were more of a sick fuck kind of dark thought that she, she wouldn't do. No one in their right minds would do. So why not write a book about it? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, as far as rating it, I'll give it about three stars, maybe three and a half. Cause it is, there's, there's stuff that I wish could have been written out a little bit more. There's more character development that I wish could have happened, but it's not the worst book I've ever read. It's also not the worst story I've ever read and it's effective. It does what it needs to do. It does what she wanted to aim out to do, which was make an extreme novel. It works. But there's always that layer of, I kind of want a little bit more. So <laughs> I don't know how I could want more from this, but I, I kind of do. So yeah, three about three, three and a half stars. And do I, do I think you should go out and read it? I'd say if you're interested in true extreme horror and... You're not just used to, like, Goosebumps or, like, Stephen King novels or something of the ilk where it is all in the mainstream stuff. If you've gotten into some of the deeper indie horror that has started getting darker, I'd say go into this. But don't go into this blind. Heed that warning, because if you're sensitive, you will be offended. It's, it really is true. Um, but if you're like me and have delve a little deeper down the rabbit hole that is horror, then you'll, you'll appreciate it at least for what it was aiming to do. Not necessarily if it affects you, but the entire point was to attempt it. And I think she attempted it and actually succeeded in what she was trying to do. So do I recommend it? Half of the time I will recommend it. If you're not okay with horror, don't just don't. But if you want something more, something harsher, something a little more brutal, go ahead. Um, yeah. I, let me see. I might be doing Plastic Monsters as a Twisted Tuesday instead of doing my Saturday. I am doing a review. Actually, I'm doing a double feature review on Friday with, um a couple Shudder originals that were really good and they're very different from one another, but they're really good altogether. And, um, yeah, I I'm starting to go a little bit more by the week by week, trying to figure out where I'm going to go. Um, so the wheel of misfortune is going to be after my novel review of plastic monsters by Daniel J Volpe. And then from there, We'll figure it out on a week-by-week -week basis. 
this has been Somewhere in Horror. As always, I am your host, Justin, and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much.